from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Wednesday, April 7th. I'm Marco Werman. The U.S. authorizes a killing of an American citizen who's believed to be hiding in Yemen. The Obama administration says he shifted from encouraging attacks on America to participating in them. And a Burmese-born democracy activist spends time in prison in Myanmar. He says it's the best place in the country to organize. We can speak freely in the prison because they already got you. You can freely express your opinion, your freedom of idea and then thinking and then whatever. Now this news. BBC News with Sue Montgomery. There's been a day of bloodshed and political turmoil in Kyrgyzstan, with the opposition saying it has set up an interim government to restore law and order. Earlier, protesters stormed the parliament building in the capital, Bishkek. Officials say 40 people were killed in the violence, but the opposition says that figure is too low. Kyrgyzstan is an important ally for the United States, with Washington operating an airbase there. The BBC's Rehan Dimitri, who's in Bishkek, says it's still not clear who's in charge. It seems that no one is yet in full control of the situation. But in the last couple of hours, an interim government has been set up and it's headed by Rosa Otumbaeva. She is an opposition figure, former minister of foreign affairs. The prime minister of Kyrgyzstan have resigned. We don't know where President Bakiev is at the moment. There were rumors that he might be in neighboring Kazakhstan, but we can't confirm that information. A state of emergency has been declared in and around the Thai capital, Bangkok, after anti-government protesters broke into the grounds of parliament, prompting deputies to flee. The Prime Minister of Thailand, Apisit Wechachiwa, said the demonstrations could no longer be considered peaceful. Tens of thousands of protesters have been encamped on the streets of Bangkok for more than three weeks. They want new elections. A Chinese human rights lawyer whose disappearance last year caused international concern has resurfaced in Beijing, saying he will no longer criticise the government. The man, Gao Zhisheng, had not been seen in public since last year. Damien Grammaticus reports. It was February last year when Chinese police took Gao Zhisheng away in the middle of the night. One of the most outspoken critics of China's Communist Party, nothing was seen or heard of him for over a year. Now, looking thinner and more haggard, the 44-year-old lawyer has given a single television interview in Beijing. Mr Gao said he had been through cruel experiences but did not want to talk about the past. He said he wanted to have some control over his future and be reunited with his family. The Vatican has confirmed that a Norwegian bishop who resigned last year did so because he had sexually abused a child 20 years ago. This report from David Willey. There are two interesting facts about this case. First, the perpetrator was a bishop, one of only a handful of senior clergy who has ever been demoted after such allegations. The second interesting fact about the resignation of Bishop Muller last year was that the Vatican chose not to reveal at that time the reason why his resignation had been hastily accepted by Pope Benedict. Although church authorities strenuously deny that Pope Benedict has ever been guilty of covering up cases of sexual abuse by Catholic priests, World News from the BBC. 
The Iraqi political group that may hold the balance of power after the inconclusive general election a month ago says its followers do not favour either of the two main contenders to be the country's next prime minister. The group is led by the militant Shia cleric Muqtada Asadr. From Baghdad, Jim Muir. If the Sadrist movement had backed one of the top two contenders, Mr Maliki or Mr Alawi, their role as kingmakers would have been clear. But in the informal grassroots poll, Mr Maliki came only fourth and Mr Alawi just behind. The man who came out top is Ibrahim al-Jafari, a Shiite politician who headed the interim government in 2005. It may be a month since the general election.